Hey, Blake. Hello. I have a question for you. How many moms are in the entire world? 500 million. 500 million. <laughs> Way off. It's 2 billion. It's a lot of moms. There's a lot of moms. A lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches being made. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the 2 and 2 podcast. I'm joined here with our senior pastor, Blake Switzer. Blake, it's good to be with you, and, and we're close to Mother's Day, so hence the, the Mother's Day question there. Anything you want to say hi to your mom? Because I'm assuming she's listening. My mom, I'm sure, will listen. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I love you very much. <laughs> awesome. Brownie points there. There you go. I set you. I teed you up for, you for Mother's Day there, so Thank you're you. welcome. Uh, I want to say hi to my MERS as well. So that's my mom, is MERS. Mm-hmm. Um, but today we're going to be talking about um, soul care mm-hmm. and the importance of taking care of ourselves um, physically, uh, taking care of ourselves um, spiritually. And as we talk about these things at the end of our podcast, for all you moms that are listening, we have a little special segment for y'all. So make sure y'all um, stick around. But let, let's talk about that for a little bit. Uh, you know, we've talked in the past of how we take care of ourselves as pastors and yep. um, devotion, how we do devotionals and things like that. But soul care is a little bit different, and I think um, looking to Christ as an yeah. example for that is is extremely important and a great way for us to um, put rhythms in our life to make sure that we are are taking care of ourselves. Um, and so let, let's dive into that a little bit. Like, what did it look like for Jesus to to take care of? take care of himself and to, to provide soul care for himself. Yeah, well, there, I mean, there are several things we can jump into today, but it, to me it starts with this image of him, how often we see in Scripture that he withdrew, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's early mornings, whether that was just getting away and, and praying, but he would spend time with the Father. So I think it starts there. Yeah, I, I think, you know, withdrawal is, is something that's extremely important to have that time just with him. You know, thinking back to a couple different times in my ministry where those were so impactful that set me up for the season that I was going um, to have. And, you know, one of those moments where you kind of instructed me is like, take some time away mm-hmm. um, and just focus on yourself and focus on on who you are with the Lord. And um, it encouraged me so much that time uh, that it really set me up for a season that I was going to have. And that, that withdrawal was... Um, Extremely important. Um, And, you know, another big part of, um, you know, how Christ, you know, he he provided soul care for himself. But another aspect of that is how he provided it um, for others as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so there's an example in in Scripture with the woman at the well. Why do you think he was so intent on making sure she was, her soul was taken care of as well? Well, That's what he did. I mean, he was, he was always um, trying to meet people's needs and at the core of that of course was a spiritual need a need to connect with God individually and I think that's really what we're doing when we're talking about withdrawing it's it's the need for us to connect with Christ on a personal level and mm-hmm. certainly she had that need but didn't recognize it yeah. you know and so sometimes you know maybe we aren't aware of it certainly uh, those maybe that haven't come yet into a relationship with Christ may not be as aware of that but um we should be, you yeah. know, and just looking at, and you mentioned sometimes it's, you know, to, to withdraw sometimes physically is withdraw, get away, a spiritual retreat, a time mm-hmm. to refresh. 
But I think, too, just the daily rhythms, you know, yeah. uh, just withdrawing to start the day, um, to, to start the day in, in prayer, to start the day with just being with God. And, you know, I actually heard somebody, this was in our, our men's group uh, last time we got together, that made a comment of something really simple. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to put that into practice. And that was, he said, in his times with God, somebody mentioned, just put all your electronics aside. You know, a lot of times I'll keep prayer lists on my phone yeah. and, you know, different things like that or scripture reading plans and stuff like that. And I've recently started trying that, just setting those things aside. It's amazing how distracted we can get with that. So I think just even just withdrawing from everything sometimes where it's just you and God, um, been helpful. Yeah, I think that's really good advice to, to be able to put your phone aside. And, and I kind of I get into rhythm sometimes where sometimes I I have to have noise in the background. Mm-hmm. And it's important for me. It's a great reminder of sometimes turn that noise off right. and to, to be there and to have a, a three year old in the house. It's sometimes you can't a, turn the noise it, off. It's, it's, it's sometimes <laughs> it's hard to turn off. So you have to right. find your your place. And, and something I even shared with you this morning is just Waking up this morning, I had a really, really early morning appointment, and so I didn't get to really invest that time yeah. in the quiet, and I felt it later on in the morning. Right. Um, and so, you know, I think putting those rhythms in place is huge. Um, and uh, so as we th- we think about what does that look like, putting your phone aside, sometimes it looks like right. spiritual retreat. Right. Um, sometimes it's just preparing yourself in the morning first thing. Yeah. Um, what do you need to do? Um, so, yep. you know, so we saw Jesus withdraw uh, yep. a, a couple different times. Um, what are some other things that we've seen him do? You know, he he um, depended a whole lot on his community to, yep. to take care of his soul. Um, Which know, is amazing because you think this is God, right? Yeah. God in human flesh, and yet he still depended on others. Yeah, and I'm sure that, you know, that was uh, to benefit them as well. But you, you see him taking care of himself um, in that manner. And so what are, what are some of the ways that, that stood out to you, like in scripture that you saw him depending on, on his disciples or in his Yeah. I mean, I think about, we'll maybe come back to this in a little bit, just a little bit later, but even, uh, toward the end of his life of him talking about his soul being overwhelmed with Mm -hmm. sorrow to the point of death, you know, he, he, um, was willing to kind of release some of those burdens, but then there were just practical things. He didn't try to do it all himself. If it were, you know, allowing them to, um, you know, to, to go take care of things that need to be taken care of, um, you know, being involved on the ministry side yeah. of, of doing, sending them out to go out and share yeah. the good news. You know, he wasn't trying to do everything himself. And like you said, there was a, there, I think there was kind of a dual purpose in that. He was equipping them and preparing mm-hmm. them for the time when he would be gone. But I think there was an element, too, of, you know, he he sometimes needed to recharge and rest a little bit as well. You mentioned the woman at the well earlier. Yeah. I mean, that encounter happened because he had sent the disciples away yeah. to get food, and yep. he was there. And um, so he, he did let them take care of some of those things. Yeah, so I, I think that's an important aspect of taking care of, of ourself, taking care of our soul, mm-hmm. is sometimes we can get in the mentality, like, if I don't do this, it doesn't get done. Uh, and sometimes if we get in that mentality and our soul isn't cared for, we might be checking a box, but we not might not be checking it effectively or doing it the right way. And so depending yeah. on others, 
is an important aspect of, of taking care of your soul. Yeah. Um, and why do you think it's so hard to let some of those things go and yeah. to let others do it? Uh, I think there's probably a whole other podcast or yeah. series of podcasts in that. But, um, you know, I, I think because we have an overinflated view of ourselves, sometimes I know I do. It's like, I've got to get this done. I've got to do this. Um, and one of the things that I've that I've seen, sometimes the people that run ragged the most are people that won't allow anyone else to help them. Right. You know, and I think that often comes from maybe a good intention. Mm-hmm. The goal is I don't want to be a burden to anyone. I don't want to, um, you know, make things hard on someone else. So I'll just do it all myself. Right. And so I think sometimes it actually could come from a, a good place, but... It's not a good idea. Right. You talking about me right now? <laughs> um, use your name. <laughs> talking about myself. Too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think it's so important, too. And I just love the fact that Jesus brought others to be a part of what he was doing. And, you know, I think that's an important part of our souls, like relying on our community, depending yeah. on them. And just I just love doing things with others. You know, a big part of my ministry the thing that I love it is that I get to do it with you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's an aspect of that that provides a lot of care for my soul, and right. just to know that I'm not in it alone yeah. um, is is a huge comfort and helps me sleep better at night. Right. Honestly, yeah. um, you know, an, another big aspect of soul care is getting proper rest. Yeah, and you'll see that if you listen to other podcasts about soul care, if you read um, some books about it, like over and over again. Um, I'll hear about the importance of getting adequate sleep and resting right. and shutting right. things right. off. Um, I, I th- there, there's a couple aspects of that in Scripture uh, that I would love to mm-hmm. dive into. So where do we see that in Scripture? Well, you know Jesus took a nap, right? Yeah. <laughs> and in one case, he's taking a nap in the bottom of a boat when they're fighting a, a storm thinking they're about to die. So uh, that, that to me is just almost a, a humorous picture, but... You know, Jesus did rest yeah. physically as well. Uh, we know that he needed that because he, you know, he did a lot of ministry and, and other things. And there are times where he's, you know, up through the night in prayer and those kinds of things. But yes, um, having that that physical rest, he got it for himself, but he also uh, made that a priority for his disciples as well. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's huge. And I, I remember not too long ago, Lynn telling me that she goes, "I'm just really tired." I go, "Why don't you go take a nap?" She goes. Are we allowed to do that? <laughs> it will help you go take a nap right. and, and rest and take care of yourself so you can take care of, of others as well. Um, you know, I think we also, you know, see that with God telling Elijah to, yeah. to take a break, um, to take some time after after he's experienced this this yep. crazy thing. He's preparing himself for, for what else is to um, what else is to come. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I think taking care of yourself physically is just a, right. such a right. a huge thing. Part of that is sleep. Part of that's getting exercise. Uh-huh. Part of, you know, a, a lot of it uh-huh. is this whole holistic yeah. um, part of it. What are some examples of, of taking care of yourself physically? Yeah, it's it's interesting. I've been thinking about this because it just how everything ties. You know, when when we're taking care of ourselves in certain areas of our lives, it tends to spill over into other areas, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, one of those most recent examples for me has been watching my youngest daughter, Autumn. You know, who uh, has you know, dealt with some different health challenges through the last several years, but recently has, with her friends, been getting up in the morning, going to the gym, exercising. That I think has helped with 
of discipline. I'm doing schoolwork, which, you know, and then church involvement, all that stuff. Just it's amazing how it ties together. But I see that I've experienced that in my own life, but I see that in the lives of other people as well. You know, when making those things a priority, it really does feed every aspect of who we are. And I, I know I am in a better place spiritually when I'm not exhausted. And so I think it it does fit together. Yeah. I love that. And that, you know, even for me, I, I feel more exhausted when I'm not eating the properly, when I'm not Mm -hmm. taking care of myself physically the way I need to. And I start feeling more exhausted. And when I eat better, I don't feel quite as tired all the time. And, and, um, when I'm resting better, I feel like I'm mentally more prepared. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's neat how all those things do tie in together. You know, I think another aspect of, um, uh, of soul care is being able to be authentic yeah. Uh, with the people yeah. that we're around to be able right. to acknowledge, to say, I'm, you know, it right. was very comforting to be able to tell you this morning and just say like, I'm just at a place where I'm pretty, I'm zapped right now. Right. And I uh, just said, suck it up. Suck get it, it up. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He did not say that. <laughs> uh, he, uh, but to, to have that relationship, to be able to yeah. say those things. And I think Jesus sure. modeled that as well. And you he did towards that earlier in the podcast. So can he you, did. Can you yeah, absolutely. That, so? And I, you know, I think the, the, the point you're making there is great. That off, that authenticity to me has a couple of sides to it. One is we need to be able to have fun, mm-hmm. you know, and just those kinds of things. Yeah. But the other side of that is you also need to be able when we're not doing so well and people, you know, you and I are kind of wired similarly. Um, it's not as easy to say, Ooh, I don't like this yeah. or I'm struggling here, you know? Um, and Jesus did that in the garden, you know, right before he was taken away yeah. to be crucified. I mentioned that a minute ago where he just said, this is where I'm struggling. But then he did that with his disciples, you know, and, and leaned on them. But then he got alone back, and this kind of ties into the first one of withdrawing to be with the Father. During that time, I mean, it says that he was just pouring his soul out and you know, sweating, it said, like drops of blood. Yeah. And I mean, just anguish, so much anguish that he was in. And knowing that that we can have that level of authenticity with God, you know, when we pray, when we bring our troubles before him, that's a part of soul care yeah. is not, you know, ignoring those things or feeling quite to push those things down. But when we're struggling to to go to God about that, and for that matter, to other people too, but especially then to go to God and just pour those things out to Him. Yeah, I think my tendency is when I'm struggling, I forget that God already knows, and it should make <laughs> right. it easier to right. be able to approach Him. But I tend to do what Adam and Eve did. I, if I'm struggling, if I find myself in a difficult place, I will find a lot of unhealthy ways to deal with right. my soul care. Right. And I'll even withdraw and hide from God right. where I should be pushing into him more. Yeah. And I love that the difference between Adam and Eve hiding in the bush mm-hmm. and then you have Jesus in the garden. Instead of hiding mm-hmm. behind an olive tree, he's anguishing and letting God know if there's any other way, take this away from me. I'm just letting I'm I'm letting you know exactly where I'm at right yep. now. And I just, that's such a beautiful example of what God expects from us. If we're mad at him, if we're frustrated, if if there's things that we don't feel like we can carry to be able to give those right to him, I think that is just such a beautiful example of the difference of when when we allow sin to rule over us or do we allow God to rule over us. Um, I think that's a great example. And part of that soul care is allowing God to 
to rule over us instead of our sin. Um, but so I know the next podcast we're going to continue to talk about some soul care. We we're going to provide a resource and and just talk about some um, things that we notice about ourselves um, and and what we need from others, or do we need professional care, um, or do we need just our community to pour into us? And and there's some indicators for me yeah. that let me know exactly where I'm at in in how well my soul's cared for. So I'm excited to dive into that with you yeah, a little bit in our too. next that's, podcast. That's some good stuff. I'm yeah. looking forward to getting into that. But to, to finish up, we want to encourage some of our moms out there. As we talk about soul care, yeah. moms give more of themselves uh, to, to others. And I think of uh, my grandmother who invested so much into me and invested mm-hmm. in our family. I think of my wife who cares for three kids extremely well and cares for a husband uh, extremely well. Um, what's some encouragement that we can give moms on, on as Mother's Day is approaching? Yeah, I think the biggest one that moms just need to hear over and over again, well, first is just starting with saying that what you do matters so much. And unfortunately, they typically don't hear that from those that they're impacting, right? That's just kind of the nature of it. A lot of times kids aren't just saying, thank you so much for what you're doing as a mom. So yeah. we get to say that on their behalf. Thank That's you right. so much for what you do as a mom. <laughs> um, but also, I it's rare to meet a mom that doesn't struggle with some form of mom guilt. Yeah. You know, uh, that I'm not doing something the way I should, or I don't measure up as a mom in some area of my life. I mean, that is just almost universal. And so as a result of that, I think sometimes there's this this feeling as a mom you can't ever let down. You know, you can't ever relax. You can't take care of yourself because maybe there's something more that you should be doing for your family, your kids, or whatever. I just want to encourage our moms that what we're talking about with soul care you, you need to, first of all, you deserve that. It's okay. It's not only okay, it's necessary to yeah. apply that to yourself. So give yourself a break. For, you know, I know that's hard, probably yeah. easier said than done. And don't feel guilty about the break. And don't feel guilty about <laughs> yeah. it. Because not only is it, you know, you shouldn't feel guilty, you should actually feel like you're doing something for the benefit of your family. Because if you don't take care of yourself... You're not going to have anything left to give. And so it's it's needed and um, do that for yourself, moms. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. I think that's great advice. And, uh, you know, happy Mother's Day to all the two billion moms out there (laughs) worldwide making those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and being everything for those kids and and their their family out there. So happy Mother's Day. We love you guys. Thank you all for for listening. Thank you for tuning in again uh, to the two and two uh, podcast that you can listen on Google Play, uh, on the the, um, Apple podcast, on Spotify, all the different places you can listen to. Thank you all for tuning in. Blake, thank you again. We'll see you next time. Thank you.